Welcome to Jean and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Jean. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Friday, August 4th, 2023. So, on this day just too removed from the start of Folklorama, which we should talk about at some point, did you do the crossword? <laughs> yes, I did. And how did you find this Friday crossword? I found it very Friday-ish. Oh. <laughs> so. Okay. But I thought it was a great puzzle. Mm -hmm. It was hard, but not too, too hard. And some of those clues were just like, oh, what are they thinking of? It's going to be, it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. And they were. They did not disappoint. Yes. So, so yeah. So that's that's my summary. Okay. <laughs> what about you? I didn't have too much trouble with it. I, I you know, I got stuck in various places. Um, I ended up with 45 down children's writer Greenfield. It turned out it was um, Eloise. That's where I ended and I was there because 50 across Barry Blank, the 1975 Kubrick, Kubrick drama, it was Linden, L-Y-N-D-O-N. -N. Yes. And I didn't know exactly how to spell that or Eloise for that matter. So I sort of had to flail around in that area. I, I had exactly the same problem. Wow. I, I knew it was Barry Linden, um, but I spelled it L-I-N-D-E-N. -E mm -hmm. <laughs> so... So it's L-Y-N-D-O-N. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, that Y of Linden was part of 28 Down. A little taller than normal, say, as a kitty on tippy toe. Yes. <laughs> that was cute. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I just thought there were a lot of, of great, great clues. Uh, you know, starting with the one across, Junior Mint, play money. <laughs> yes. I started off with Piggy Bank. Oh. I mean. Oh, that would have been. Too, well, yeah. a mint is where you, I mean... That's where you produce the money. Right. Uh -huh. But, of course, I, I mean, a mint just means you have a lot of money, too. So I, I think I think piggy bank could have worked, except, of course, it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I liked 15 Across, 1990 film that Roger Ebert called so implausible that it makes it hard for us to really care about the plight of the kid. Yes. Home Alone. Uh, yeah. 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 Roger Ebert was famous for his sort of cutting edge uh, crit crit critiques. Yeah. And that yeah. was a great cutting. example. I don't know if they were cutting edge, but they were certainly cutting. You're right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was surprised because, you know, that's such a considered such a classic and mm -hmm. everybody just loved it. But not everybody. Not Roger Ebert. <laughs> I mean, he does have this book of reviews called, right, I hated, hated, hated this movie. Uh -huh. So, mm -hmm. um, I like 27 across. Big sister, mother superior. Yes. <laughs> that was, that was great. Right. Uh -huh. And just, I, I sort of saw that, I mean, as soon as they write, listeners, you should know, if you see a question mark in the clue, it usually means they are not looking for something literal. It means no. that you got to sort of put your punning hat on. That's right. And I, big sister, I started thinking about nuns oh, did immediately. You really? Yep. I, I I didn't know what it was, where it was going, but I knew it wasn't going to be something about someone's sister. <laughs> right. Well, I was thinking. I mean, you've got Abbot is the male head of an abbey, and then I think you also have an abbess, right? For, I have no I idea. I believe so. For a um. For, for a, a woman who is in charge of a group of nuns. Oh, I, oh, of course, they the did. Well, they do, the they do have Mother Superior. Superior. <laughs> um, well, now we're in trouble. Uh, let's see. <laughs> and 
if we take a quick peek here at Google, a woman who is the head of an abbey of nuns is an abbess. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not sure where I dredge that from. But anyway, um, it was not an abbess, obviously. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get abbess to fit in 14 <laughs> letters. No. No matter how many extra Bs I tried to slip mm-hmm. in. Yeah. So another one with a, with a question mark at the end. Of course, that when you see that, I, when I see it, it's like, okay, what are they thinking of here? Right. So yeah. um, it was 46 across. Things get, can really make someone pop. And that was paternity test. Yes. That was very funny. Uh-huh. I still think that's funny. <laughs> this wasn't quite as funny, but it's still pretty good. 41 across space scrap. And that was no go. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they, I, I mean, obviously they make the grid first and then they have to rack their brains to come up with these great clues. I know, but, I know, but somehow yeah. Brandon Copy, who was in charge of this one, managed to do so. Yes. And then he had some other ones, you know, like just interesting phrases. Four down. I suppose it can't hurt. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> or um, 31 down, another one like that. Advice lead-in. If I were you. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> you know, one of, the th- one of the things that the New York Times has always done is they've tried to make it so it's less of a test of your vocabulary mm-hmm. as your test of the ability, of, uh, your ability to just interpret the clue. Right. And there there are two great examples because mm-hmm. it's like yes. everyone knows, yeah, why not? And, <laughs> um, you know, and most of these. Now, now, 13 down, that required some special knowledge, but um, format for peer-to-peer file sharing was BitTorrent. Yes. And I had the word bit. I'm like, I should be able to remember the rest of this. I, I think I needed another letter or two to sort of get me in the right direction. I don't even know if they do that anymore, BitTorrent. I don't even know what that is. It was, <laughs> right. Well, we won't go into the techie details here. Uh, I wonder if that, I thought that was maybe a debut word because um, I, I've just never seen BitTorrent. Well, is you that know. Is that how it's BitTorrent. BitTorrent. Two words. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, and we will go to our favorite website, xwordinfo.com by Jeff Chen and company. And let's see, the debuts were BitTorrent, Mm -hmm. as well as Vets Counterparts, which was Noobs. That was good. Yeah. uh And Ineffectual Sorts, Wet Noodles. I love that too. I I thought that was funny. I like Wet Noodles. (laughs) Oh, there's another one, Uh, the the Paternity Tests. Right, yes. Right. But but yes, BitTorrent was a debut. I I thought it was. I just I thought well you know that's rel- I I assumed that was relatively new technology, mm-hmm. and I had never seen it. And I've been doing the crossword for a long time. So anyway, well it's not. I mean it actually isn't that new. It's probably what ten to twenty years old. I mean it's not. It's not just like it's not like Chat GPT. But it's not one you would find in the nineteen fifties or sixties. I think I think we ought to have a bet, and, and actually we can have a contest. All right, um, listeners, here is our new ad hoc contest. Whoa! I really should probably clear this with you first, right? How about everyone has to predict the day on which. ChatGPT becomes the debut in the New York Times crossword. Ooh, that's a good one. All right. So um, feel free to just 
send your submission and then as soon as it shows up <laughs> which could be 10 years from now that's the problem with this contest oh i bet it'll be more, less than i bet it'll begin by the end of the year well so so we we should do a quick check to see if chat gpt has shown up yet I because i think so well you know um, of course, if it does, then there's always going to be the risk that people get accused of that crossword was written by ChatGPT. Look, it even <laughs> put its name in it. Um, we're going to do a quick search here, and it has not shown up. So, um, I, we, I now, bet, what I, if it said blank GBT, and the answer, of course, would just be chat. Can it be in the clue, or does it have to be the answer, chat, GPT? We want, I want to see if someone can figure out a, a series of crossings that, that makes chat, GPT appear as an answer. Oh. Yeah, I want the full chat, GPT. Oh, okay. That's, um, we, we may need to revise this, but listeners, uh, feel free to predict the day. So we need the day, so month, day, and year. Uh, when you when you think it's going to appear, if you can also uh, choose the across and down and clue number, we will be very impressed. It'd be funny if it shows up tomorrow. <laughs> okay, well, I'm planning to enter this contest. I'll <clears throat> put something on our Facebook page. Okay. With I'll my enter. guess, I'll enter too. Okay. Oh. And we hope the rest of you will as well. Mm -hmm. Oh. Okay. Let's see. Have we have we gotten all the all the um, oh, most important clues out of I this? I think there were a lot of other good clues too, but but I think we should move on. All right. Well, it is Friday then, and that means it's time for Fun Fact Friday. Do you have a fun fact for Fun Fact Friday? I do. Jean, I do. Just a little one. Uh huh. Uh, what I think it was was it yesterday or the day before we had an answer. Genie, plural, G-E-N-I-I. -I. I -I. And, I, and I kind of questioned that. <laughs> but I looked it up, and it is indeed spelled G-E-N-I-I. -I. I do not have a pronunciation for it, but, but it also could be genies with an S. But it, it is considered, uh, both are considered a plural noun of genie, okay. which is a spirit of Arabian local. Uh, folklore, uh, going right along with folklorama. Yes, there we go. <laughs> Frequently depicted as being imprisoned within a bottle or an oil lamp and as being capable of granting wishes when summoned. It has spurred on the phrase, let the genie out of the bottle, used in reference to doing or allowing something which leads to consequences that cannot be undone. Once you let the open source genie out of the bottle, it will be impossible to get it back in. Hmm. So its origin was mid 17th century uh, from the French genie, <laughs> from the Latin genius. Uh, genie was adopted in the current sense by the 18th century French translators of the Arabian Nights uh, entertainments because of its resemblance in form and sense to the Arabic jinn spelled J-I-N-N. -N. Right. And just one other thing, they had a line graph showing the use of genie over time. And of course, it was hardly ever used until the 1870s when the Arabian Nights came out, or the mid I guess it was, what, yeah, 18th century French translation of the Arabian Nights. So it was actually, yeah, the early and mid 
uh, 1800s, and then it, it kind of had a deep drop and wasn't really very used very much at all until 1992. And of course, we know what genie came into being on that year. That was the year Disney produced Aladdin. Oh. Robin so, Williams in one of his classic roles. So. See, I was waiting for a spike in the 1960s with I Dream of Genie. Oh, yeah. But no, it didn't seem to affect it at all. Really? Mm-mm. Okay. Because... Yeah. Uh, I guess it, it slowly... I guess it did kind of rise a little bit in the 60s, but it was the 1990s that when it really got... Because really that, shot up. They, they did make like 3,000 episodes of that show. <laughs> and, uh-huh. and so, but, but it wasn't spelled G-E-N-I-E. You know, it's spelled like my name, J-E-A-N-N-I-E. That's true. That so, is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So We didn't want to confuse people. People were easily confused in <laughs> yes. the 1960s. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that. You're welcome. And that is it for today, then. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Mm -hmm. Uh, Remember to get those entries in. What day (laughs) do you think ChatGPT is going to appear in the grid? Uh And listen up for tomorrow, and we'll tell you what folklorama really is. Yes. Ooh, we've got a a cliffhanger. (laughs) Excellent. All right. That is it for today. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back again with our cutting-edge analysis of tomorrow's crossword and an explanation of folklorama tomorrow. Bye-bye.